Maker or Breaker, one nighter out there in the interwebs. Get your ears on for the GMB Fitness Skills Podcast. Over the next 30 minutes or so, we are going to instruct and delight you with all kinds of super, super clever things that we want to say. And I've totally run out of steam on this intro, so I'm going to go on and introduce Ryan because he's a lot better at this than I am. Hey, Ryan. I like that intro. That was good. The new one, I think we need to stick with that. That's awesome. How you doing, man? What's up? I have a fresh cup of coffee and mixed with copious amounts of heavy cream, non-organic. I thought you were going to say mixed with copious amounts of brandy, but oh well. No, 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 no. Actually, I'm not much of a brandy person. Not much really? of a brandy person. Really? Yeah. But I am definitely a dairy person. Dairy. Well, that's not paleo. Shit. Uh, yes, that is that is correct. That's the point, right? Yeah. Uh, I, yeah. I consume a lot of dairy. Uh, steroid, steroidal dairy, not GMO dairy. Uh, corn-fed wow. cows and whatnot. Um, lots of ice cream, heavy cream in my coffee. Butter, cheese. Just like me, yeah? <laughs> right? Yeah. And for those of you who don't know, I have a little issue with dairy, so uh, Ryan stays away from dairy. But anyway. <laughs> I what are we talking about today? What are we talking about? <laughs> uh, I think we might just go on and just call this podcast the Injury Podcast, because we're going to be talking Ouch. about injuries. We're going to be talking about what kind of injuries are normal. Uh, in in the kind of training that we do and what to do when you have them because uh, just like the fight the fight club quote goes on a long enough timeline the survival rate for everyone is zero well same thing on a long enough timeline uh, the injury rate for every athlete is you know a hundred percent everyone when you're pushing the boundaries of what your body is capable of you will make mistakes sometimes and that will result in in injuries that are more or less severe hopefully hopefully they'll be on the very uh the very light side of that the minor side of it but you know sometimes it can go the other way happens and so you're going to be injured to some degree at some point and so we want to talk about how you can make that time still be productive for yourself yeah yeah. Um, before that, let's let's uh, ask a question. Uh, people ask this sometimes, and uh, we've written about about the answer to this a few times in different ways before. But people uh, are often su- surprised to find that you've had some pretty severe injuries. You know, they they watch a ring tutorial and they say, "Oh, well, that's easy for you. I've got a bum shoulder." Well, sorry, <laughs> jackass. That's not an excuse because I've got a screw in my shoulder. I've actually got a bolt in my shoulder. Uh, yeah, I had a very serious shoulder injury. More um, than once. Yes. So, yeah, more than once. Uh, judo kind of tore the crap out of me. I think that's a that's the proper way to say it. Yeah. Uh, it was actually the major, the major, major, major end point before my big surgery came uh, when I was thrown. A guy locked me in. And uh, illegal throw, but hey, you know what? Um, tough shit, right? So a guy threw me into the mat and um, heard this really nice popping sound. Um, and everyone around me did too. And stood up and my shoulder wasn't really attached to the socket. So it came out. I tore pretty much everything around the shoulder, uh, ligaments, rotator cuff, everything you want, uh, slap, everything. Lots of fun. I uh, couldn't lift my arm at all. So a couple days later, went in and had reconstructive surgery. I don't suggest 
uh, doing that. It's not a fun thing. I wouldn't really like you know think about wanting to do that. So you as mean a if weekend people are looking thing. for the the secret, <clears throat> the special Ryan Ryan Hurst sauce uh-huh. secret to how it's, to get super strong? Yeah, they should not try to recreate the actual. No, uh, I said no. that like I would like that. recreate the, like, the recreate. shoulder injury. <laughs> Hi, I'm Mike Tyson for Encyclopedia Britannica. That's something you'll never hear, by the way. No. Um, no. Yeah, I've uh, shoulder had a reconstructive. Uh, blah, 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 blah. I can't even talk now either. Uh, reconstructive surgery on my shoulder as well as my knee, um, both on the right side. So, yeah. As far as the shoulder goes, though, this is something actually I think it might sound weird, but it was the best thing that could have happened to me because it made me really rethink the way that I do everything. And thanks to this uh, injury, the shoulder injury, GMB. Um, is what it is today because it forced me to look at things differently. Um, I and learned your, from your my wife injury. forced you to stop competing, which finally yeah, gave basically time to yeah. Do so GMB. a couple years ago, yeah, <laughs> a couple years ago, I had to, my my wife uh, sat me down and said, "Listen, you either quit martial art or I won't say what she said, but um, <laughs> yeah." <laughs> so I made a decision and decided, you know, GMB is my martial art now. So um, I don't step on the mat with an opponent right now and spar or anything like that. But but I do think about the kind of the martial way, if you will, in everything that I do. And it was good. Uh, it forced me to rethink about the way I train. And I, and I had to learn how to train again. I went through rehab on my shoulder. Um, the interesting thing about going to rehab for me wasn't just my shoulder, but it was learning about balance again. Literally, my balance from side to side. It was completely off from having my arm um, in a sling on my side. My posture got messed up because I kept leaning to the right and um, my hips were kind of weird. And so, look, simple things like trying to balance uh, with hands and knees on the ground and pulling one hand and one leg up off the ground was just tough. So learned a lot about looking at balance. And this is a big thing in GMB and a lot of the reasons why I include some of the things in there because this is something that we should always be focusing on. And we forget that, you know, looking at the simple things that we're expected to do and that maybe... I can do a little bit better than most people. I need to look and, and make sure that everyone can do that. Um, going through that rehab for me was great because it forced me to look at it in beginner's eyes again. Um, look at my students especially because I still had to teach during that time while my arm was in a sling. I was still teaching things. And it made me appreciate, I guess, uh, a little bit more of what other people were going through when they were going through injuries. Yeah. So... So that brings up the topic, what is what kind of injuries are maybe normal? Yeah. Um, obviously, the kind of injury that I had is not normal. Um, it you is know, for judo, you, unfortunately. It is for judo, of course, of course. Uh, but when we look at, when we look at things, uh, gymnastic-type movements, and I don't even want to use that terminology anymore, but it's yeah. probably the closest thing to, you, to say. But, but if we're using the rings... Um, it takes a good toll or a good amount of, of – um, I'm losing my uh, 
Words here. Help. It puts a lot of stress uh, on your shoulders. Thank you. Thank you very much. And so that's why it's very important to make sure that we focus on scapular health, health of you know the shoulders, the arms, and the core to make sure that we don't get major surgeries. This also means that we don't rush the movements, try and jump up to a more difficult progression before we're ready. You got to take your time, go through, build up that basic, basic, basic strength to make sure that you're good and ready for the next progression. Yeah. And I'll now, say, like, a lot of injuries come from people are, a lot of the injuries in, in this kind of movement happen when people are actually already strong. Yeah. And they have a lot of mus- muscular strength, but they haven't really, they haven't prepared their bodies properly through the the introductory movements and they haven't really built the uh with the the uh the conditioning in the ligaments and the joints a lot of times to handle the amount of power that their muscles are capable of creating even exactly so this is completely different than than um weightlifting so for example even just doing I mean obviously if you've tried to do a handstand push-up you know it's very different than an overhead overhead press with dumbbells, uh, think about doing that on rings. The rings are free floating, so they're not they're not stable. They're constantly moving, so it's forcing other muscles that you might not have ever used before or used them well, and they're not conditioned just in that, so conditioned yet so that you can support yourself. So you see this a lot with, um, even just last, a couple weeks ago when I was teaching the seminar, there were some really, really, Strong guys. I mean, big muscled guys that came to the seminar that had a lot of trouble with the top position of the rings. Top position is just where you're supporting yourself above the rings. Arms are straight. Rings are to the side. You're trying to keep your body nice and straight. It looked like they were having a seizure up there on the rings. And this is because they didn't quite have the proper um, strength needed for the rings. Completely different ball game. So just because you're big and muscly and you're a strong guy... Um, through weights, weightlifting, powerlifting, Olympic lifting, whatnot, does not mean that you're necessarily going to have the strength to be able to hold yourself up on the rings and jump right into more advanced skills. you got to work up there. And this is what happens when we let our ego get in the way and we think we can do something, we think we're prepared, and we want to try and just jump up to the next progression. Um, there is no room for ego in this kind of things. You've got to make sure that you put, put that aside, start with the basics, um, and really get those just just solid. And I'm talking solid like you can do it, no problem. You don't need a warm-up. You just, bam, you can go right up to the top position and be like, yeah, no problem at all. Um, solid as a rock. Solid as a rock, baby. But so let's, this, let's talk about yeah, what, but, what some of the common injuries are because, I mean, we, we can talk all the time about sure. – how important it is to, to follow a good program that's got this stuff built into it so you're adequately prepared. But, you know, that doesn't prevent people, even even still, it doesn't prevent people from eventually having some injuries. I mean, like yeah. I said earlier, if you keep pushing yourself long enough, you're going to, you're going to slip and, you know, you're going to push yourself a little too hard at one point yeah. or another. Yeah. So what are some of the common injuries? Uh, I You know, on rings... What would you shoulders say? Shoulders and elbows. Yeah, shoulders, shoulders and, elbows. and elbows. And elbows, yeah. it, it tends to be what? Tendonitis? Yeah, and that's, for example, um, like when you first start off and you're working something like the muscle up and you use the false grip, uh, very 
uncomfortable for a lot of people. And when you just try and, and jump up and try and do the muscle up without the proper technique, your elbows flare and you put yourself in a position that's not very good. And so that puts a lot of strain on the elbows. Also, repetitive motion. So doing so much of something, um, you see this a lot sometimes when people are working on one-arm chin-ups, uh, even just regular pull-ups, doing so much of something, holding a particular position for a long period of time uh, with a bent arm position or even a straight arm position is going to put a lot of pressure on the elbow joint. And you can find that people get tendonitis in the elbows. So making sure that you're good and warmed up and that you're also listening to your body. It's very important. If you feel that your elbows are being overworked, back off. That's it. Take a break. That's it. Um, if it gets to the point where it really starts hurting. Now, there's a difference between discomfort and pain, of course. So discomfort, for example, in the muscles, like you had a great workout and you're a little sore from the workout the day before. That's just discomfort. Uh, maybe also if you're in the middle of your workout, if you feel something like your muscles are or I hate using this term, but like pumped to the point where you're starting to shake, um, that's actually fine, okay? You need to keep working. <laughs> that is work. But if you get up there and you're in a position where your elbows start screaming, it's like, ow, this, something's wrong. That's pain. You need to get it looked at. You're done for the day. Don't work through the pain, okay? Now, continuing on with this discussion, what if you are in pain? What if you get an injury? What do you do? Well, the first thing you do is you go see a doctor. You get, it, you get it checked, maybe you need to get an MRI, do whatever you need to do in order to make sure first what is going on, what is happening within that injury. And then you please figure don't out what ask you need. us on YouTube. Yes, we cannot. No, Jarlo is one of the best physical therapists I've ever met in my life, but he is not going to give you advice online. No matter okay? how many don't times you ask. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. No, he's not going to do that. So go get it looked in person by a doctor. Then if you need physical therapy, you can go to a physical therapist and get that shit fixed. That's the most important thing. Once you get cleared, this is very important. Once the doctor or your, your physical therapist says, you're okay to start training again, that's when you can come back and say, hey, listen, I'm just getting back from X injury and my PT said that it's okay to do XX, then we can help you, all right? But until then, don't even ask. Um, once you get to the point, though, it's a matter of baby steps. You're not going to just jump back into the place where you were before. So if you were cranking out, um, you know, 10 handstand push-ups on the rings before, don't be thinking that you're going to be able to do that right away. You got to work back into it. So baby steps. And... I like to say this all the time. That always means going back to the basics. You need to check and do some, some evaluations on yourself. When you're in a particular position, how does it feel? So before even going up and trying to do maybe a dip, hold the top position and see how that feels. Do you feel any pain still Let's, if, it, if it's in the elbow? Um, turn the rings out a little bit. Feel around. Maybe the pain... Uh, was in the elbow, but it shifted to somewhere else because sometimes the site is not the source. So um, even though your elbow is hurt, it could be stemming from something else, maybe a bicep strain or something like that. So, of course, if you work with a physical therapist and a doctor, they're going to be the one to help you 
uh, and let you know what's going on there. But when you come back, you need to go easy and work your way back up to it. Do not work through pain, work around it. So if you come back and your elbow is still injured, well, hey, you know what? You've got legs, so you can still work your legs. So even though you might not be working on the ring stuff that you wanted to work on, you can still work out, but you do that by working around the injury. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, and you make a really good point. You know, if you have an injury, uh, you have to be really careful. Actually, there's two really good points in there. One is that you can you can work on other stuff. Now, that doesn't mean that, uh, like, for example, if, if your, like, knees busted and you say, I'm going to focus on handstands, well, you might want to rethink that because <laughs> you're going to have to come down from that handstand onto your legs. Uh, Very so good point. There's that, but there there are definitely things where you know if you have some injuries, there are other things that you can work on too, and that's definitely something to keep in mind. It doesn't. It's not the end of the world if you have a minor injury or even a major injury. The other thing, though, is that, uh, like you said, before you go into a dip, kind of hang out in that top position and, and feel what it feels like. And I think even before that. You know, this is another really good argument for doing warm-ups. You know, there's a lot yes, of people that are yes. like, oh, warm-ups, uh, I just kind of blow through mine. I'm, yeah, well, that's, that's great if you don't think a warm-up is important. But here's the thing. Like, when, what other time do you have to take stock of your body? What other, what, when you're doing uh, an exercise that's focused mostly on, you know, pulling pull-ups, for example, right? Now, yeah, it uses the whole body, but you're focused on the shoulders and the back when you do pull-ups, right? You're not really thinking about, oh, does my knee feel okay? You know, but let's say that you suddenly your back starts spasming. You have to let go. You jump down and land on your knee weird or something and you injure your freaking knee from doing pull ups because you weren't aware that your knee was a little out of whack that day. Yeah. No, that's kind of a kind of a contrived example. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that this is a common thing that happens. But if you have a, a solid warm up routine that you go through every time you work out. You're going to get used to it, and you're going to know exactly how that warm-up is supposed to feel. And you're going to go through every part of your body, every major you know, joint and muscle group. Is You're going to know how that should feel. So if something is a little sore or a little tender or if there's a little bit of pain or slightly less range of motion somewhere, if you're paying attention, if you're mindful in your warm-up, if you're not just breezing through it, you're going to know that ahead of time. So then when you get into your workout, you're going to be prepared to be able to take care of those parts of your body that maybe need a little more rest, and that reduces your chance of injury. So you know, it's not really that warm-ups prevent injury, but doing a warm-up helps you prevent injury. Very cool stuff. Mindful, being mindful of what you're doing, not just blowing through the warm up, but like Andy said, use it as a way to check your body that day. That's that's good stuff right there. Yeah, we've talked about um, this when we talk yeah. about stretching and stuff too, and people are like, "Oh, yeah. never do static stretching as part of a warm up. You'll die." You know what? I do static uh, stretching in every warm up for everything ever. Why? Because I know what my normal range of motion is, and if I can hold that regular, if I if I do a static stretch, and if I can get to that normal range of motion without any pain or discomfort, I know that my body's ready to go. If I try to go yeah. into a static stretch and I feel that something's tighter, you know, then I know that I have something I need to like loosen up more, or that I need to be careful about. I think static stretching is great uh, in part of a warm up. 
as long as you you realize that you're not stretching to increase range of motion, you're not pushing your yeah, range yeah, of motion. Yeah. You're static stretching to to just test where you're at. You know, mm-hmm. and I think that that's really useful. I mean, there's a lot of there are a lot of things like this where people are like, oh well, no, you should never ever do that, and. Yeah, just like anything, if you do it wrong, it's bad for you. No, you should never, ever do it wrong. But there are lots of ways to use a lot of things that people think are bad and wrong. If you use them the right way, they can actually work really well. And I'm sure that there's like a billion things in the way that GMB does programs that some really smart expert could look at and say, no, you should never, ever do that. But you know what? We've got a reason for it, and we're teaching how to do it the right way. And you know, likewise, Things that we would probably never do, other people, other coaches might have their athletes do. And they probably have a good reason for that too. So, you know, you guess what I'm getting at here is that uh, all of these things, if you've got a reason for it, it can make sense. But the most important thing is to know where you're at. And if nobody is coaching you, you need to pay attention. And that's how you, yeah. that's how you keep injuries from happening as much. And when you do have injuries, it's doubly important to help them heal. You need to be responsible for being mindful of where you're at and what the reason is behind every move that you do and not just doing something because you saw it in a CrossFit video or on Great. a Reebok commercial yeah. or whatever. Yeah. You know, uh, If you're not working with a coach, then that responsibility is yours and it's yours alone and you have to be, you have to be a big boy or girl about it and make sure that you take care of yourself. Mm-hmm. And very good. And that's something else I want to add uh, to that is that continuing to make sure that you're always strengthening where you were injured. If you're injured, if you have a major injury like me, uh, my knee, my shoulder, I'm always going to be work there or work. I'm always going to be weak there. So, for example, in my conditioning routines that I do. I am still doing band work, a TheraBand I use to help work on range of motion in my shoulders as well as strengthening rotator cuff. Um, I do Cuban presses. I'm continuing to make sure that my shoulders are strong so that when I do my tricks and the things that I want to do that I'm hopefully not going to get injured again. So just working on the skill is not enough. After an injury, you do need to make sure that you take care and you're continuing to do what is necessary to keep yourself strong so that you can keep doing what you want to do. Yes, yes, yes. That would, yeah. And that's, so that's the key with chronic, with chronic injuries is, and even if they don't require ongoing medical care, you, you just need to know that you're always probably going to be working on, on playing catch-up with that particular joint or, or right. whatever. You know, you're always going to need to give some extra attention to keeping it strong, keeping it mobile, and warming it up well, uh, so you can make sure that it doesn't, that you don't, you know, get careless, and that it's always being proactive, proactively uh, improving it rather than just assuming that it's good. You know, we all have heard stories of somebody that has chronic re-injuries. I actually, for several years uh, in martial arts when I was much younger, I had uh, an ankle that I must have sprained like maybe 10 times. I mean bad sprains in two years. And that may not sound like a, a whole lot, but that's a lot. Because <laughs> I, would, I would go from walking with a cane for two months, and I'm talking, I was 17, you know, Walking with a cane to then Pimp doing daddy, what's up? to then doing uh, you know practicing twisting backflips again you know a couple a couple weeks later 
And I was like, why is my ankle always fucked up? Well, you know, know, but I I did not do any real rehab for it. I was just like, oh, the pain went away. Now, you know, after a couple weeks, it'll be strong enough again. But I wasn't doing anything to to really consciously build up that strength and mobility. And And one other thing, yeah, one other thing, too, I want to say, though, and this is interesting. You say it's the same ankle. A lot of times, too, we see that it'll be the other one. Yeah, you injure you in, like for example, my right shoulder is the one that I injured. I mean, I had surgery on. Well, I actually have had trouble with my left shoulder because I was using my left shoulder more than my right shoulder because totally. I was trying to compensate. And so this is also something that you need to be aware of. And we see people when they're doing pull-ups or whatever where they might pull harder on one side. And sometimes it might not just be because they're weaker on one side. It's they're favoring a particular shoulder because they might have had a an injury or 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 – Something they didn't even know about might be going on. So make sure that you're aware of what's going on um, and try and balance things out. Yeah, definitely. All right. There's a lot of injuries. You know, I mean, like we said, we're, we can't cover everything when we're definitely not doctors. Yeah. We can't give medical advice. Uh, but, I mean, there's a lot of things that are pretty common, you know, tweaked ankles and 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 knees sometimes happen when you're doing acrobatic stuff. Uh you know, if you practice barefoot, you might end up breaking your little toe trying to turn around sometimes. It happens. It depends, you know, if you if you find yourself training on a softer surface or something, you can snag a toe without even without being aware of what's going on sometimes. You're like, oh, what what's how, man? You know, and you think, oh, it's not a big deal until you try walking with a broken toe. <laughs> and it hurts, you know. Yep. Uh, you know, shoulders, back, um, you know, same thing with fingers sometimes. There's a lot of different – I mean the body is made up of a bunch of moving parts. And when, when we're trying to move the whole body in these strange and interesting ways, then we open up a lot of potential to, to misstep and do things wrong. So you know, we can't really say that these are the five most common injuries. I'm sure there's someone out there who has stats on it, but I don't know what they are. Um, we have the ones that we hear about, and, and usually it's a lot of elbows and shoulders. Um, yeah. But, you know, the, you know, ankles and knees also happen too. Uh, but the most important thing is just to, to first try to preempt it and, and take care of yourself and do things right by building up solidly and, and, and progressively. <laughs> and then, you know, if you do have an injury, make sure that you're, you're mindful of it and you realize that you have broken your body and you will have to give it extra attention from now on. Yes. Doesn't mean you can't give yourself do shit. attention. Yeah, work around the pain. Yeah, yeah. You're you're That's not screwed. It. You can still learn to do almost anything you would ever want to do with most injuries, you know. But you you're gonna have to give it more attention. Is what it comes down to. Yeah, yeah. That's right. some good stuff. Yes. I think we covered a lot there. So uh, I mean, and I can't say we could talk about this forever, but really, just be mindful, mindful of what's going on, and and if if you have injured yourself, get it taken care of. Don't mess around. Don't just think you're going to work through the pain. Go get it looked at and then figure out what you need to do in order to fix it. Fix it, then you can come back and start working on whatever. That's it. Absolutely. That's it. So thanks for listening to our amazing podcast. It's only amazing because your ear is attached to it. That's right. Uh, We appreciate that. Thank you. Listen again. Tell all your friends about this wonderful GMB podcast. 
Thank you. Bye-bye.